you know, what do you become in life? And when you become that, is that the end point? Or do you just continually evolve? And your goal to be a uh, physician, lawyer, teacher, nurse, coach, it's important, but it's not the end point. Because at some point you may change and decide to become something else. And that's okay too. Because you have different needs at different points in your life. So your goals should be different at different points in your life. Lovely people, my name is Julianne, also known as the Hidden Geisha across social media, and I wanted to welcome you to the very first episode of this podcast. The goal of this podcast is to shine new awareness, perspective, and insights on some of the different thoughts and patterns that we are currently embodying, most times subconsciously, so that we can decide whether or not we want to remain that person or start shifting into a life where we intentionally create fulfillment and live in our potential. All right, so let's begin. Who are you? Why are you here? What are you supposed to be doing? What's your purpose? Or what do you want to be when you grow up and why don't you know? And that right there is the problem. Thinking that at some point we should just arrive to the answers of these questions when in reality we may never know and that's okay. Simply being where we are is good enough. But these questions make us feel like we have to put ourselves, our purpose, and our desires in a concrete box. From childhood, everyone asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? And expected an answer as if a three-year-old should know. If we ever said, I don't know, they would just fill in the blank for us. Maybe a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer. It was never okay to just not know to simply leave the answer to that question blank. And if we tried, we were automatically shown that someone else would have the answer for us. So when we got older and started to really ask ourselves that question and didn't know, naturally we began to look to others for the answers to questions that can only truly be answered by tuning into our core selves. Other people will never know you as well as you will know yourself. So any answer that they can give can only encompass a partial picture of you. So it will always be an imperfect answer. But that doesn't mean it's not valuable. Just recognize that you're always going to know yourself a little bit better. So if you go based off of what they say, it may or may not be right for you. And honestly, like that's a gamble of asking, you know, other people for their opinions. This is really similar to the concept of Michelle Obama's book, Becoming. We don't have to be any one thing and have that be the end. We are always becoming new versions of ourselves, which comes with new desires, needs, and expectations. As kids, when we talk about growing up or becoming something, we think that it simply stops. You are a teacher and that's that. But what many people come to find is that when they achieve these goals, there's a mountain of disappointment on the other end. They become what it was that they thought would make them feel fulfilled, and all of a sudden they realize that it doesn't make them feel whole. Only this time, when they look around to others and try to express their dissatisfaction, it's met negatively. People say and think, why are you not happy? You're this doctor, or you have this master's, or this PhD. Why are they even trying to complain right now? And 
the person that has, you know, these things thinks to themselves, well, what next? What else is there to live for? Like, what am I really here for? What's my purpose? What things are going to make me fulfilled? And the issue lies in that they were living to achieve that one goal and working so hard towards it that when question, um, when the question comes up, where do I go from here? The next thing you know, like no one is giving you any more direction and you feel kind of stuck and unhappy where you are. In a space like that, you have to begin to reassess how it is that you live, what things are important to you, and what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. Because life is made in the moments, people. I was talking to my mom about this, um, who was featured at the very beginning of the podcast. Shout out to her. And she gave me this example of something that my pastor said, which talks about relationships. Now, don't get scared. This story has a point. Essentially, my pastor said that if there's a whole person who would be a one numerically and they're with someone who isn't whole, like, you know, a half or a 0.5, one times, you know, a half or one times 0.5 will only ever equal 0.5. The relationship will never be whole until the people in the relationship are whole. This is where we have to ask the question, What does being whole look like versus not being whole? Who is the judge of that and how does it express itself? Now, here's where people get tripped up. They think that being whole means that they have to have the degree, the job, a great credit score, but that's not actually what being whole looks like. At the end of the day, being whole isn't a state of achieving a certain thing, but a matter of perspective. It is you being okay and content with where you are and not seeking validation from someone else to be okay with where you are. There is this verse in Philippians 4.11 that speaks about being content in all things. Being whole isn't necessarily being happy in all things and at all times, but at least being content. There's this thought that we have to be happy all of the time, and we kind of feel like it's wrong when we aren't, But we don't have to be happy all of the time, just content, which basically means accepting your situation for what it is and then, you know, deciding to move forward from there. That being said, you don't have to be happy all of the time to be whole. Yes, it's a great thing to be positive, but there's nothing wrong with just being okay with your situation, accepting it and not letting it drive you away from peace. I really feel like the shift should be from be positive, be positive, be positive to be at peace. The goal isn't necessarily to always be, you know, happy. Now, of course, you want to increase the amount of time that you are happy. For example, maybe instead of being happy 60% of the time, you want to be happy 80% of the time. But even then, you still don't have to be happy 100% of the time. The baseline that you're striving for is to be content, even though you can increase, you know, the amount of time that you are happy for greater and extended periods of time. And this can essentially be done through practices such as gratitude, but I'm not even going to get into that right now. (laughs) Um, So that was kind of a tangent, but getting back to becoming. We have to change our thinking from what do I want to be to what do I want to become? And that can be a different answer moment by moment. Things can change that answer like volunteer trips, changes in your family dynamic, and so much more. And it's absolutely okay to want to be something for a short amount of time and then let that go when it no longer serves you. We don't have to put restrictions on ourselves. I feel like a lot of those restrictions come from other people's expectations and us trying to maintain them. For example, 
when we were young and someone asked us, you know, what we wanted to be and we changed it, they'd probably say something like, well, why'd you change it? That's a good career, etc. So it makes you doubt yourself when you make changes because people weren't always necessarily supportive of it. They make it seem like because you wanted to do something for such a long time that you still need to want to do that and you really don't. We change our mind when we expose ourselves to different things. And, you know, because we're exposed to different things, we have more knowledge. And with more knowledge, our desires change. I would say that if things aren't changing, then you should probably, you know, check your life because you aren't being exposed to enough things. And you probably aren't looking in different places to see what's out there in this big, wild, wide world in the first place. So many people want to live their best life, but... How can we even begin to do that when we aren't exposing ourselves to the things that life has to offer? Something to note or pay attention to is that becoming doesn't mean that you have to change your career. Your career could fulfill you on a certain level, but what we have to realize is that we often have multiple levels of ourselves that we need to be fulfilled. In fact, you could use the skills from your career to work on those multiple levels. At the end of the day, we simply need to recognize that our lives are more than just one goal, one achievement. The process of becoming is a never-ending journey. There is no end goal except embracing positive change and to deepen one enjoyment and satisfaction with the life that they're living. All right, so time to review. Step number one in, I guess we can say, becoming is to figure out what you think will make you feel fulfilled and then try some things out. When you try them out, see what things feel best and ask yourself why. The more specific you are, the clearer you'll be on what to try out next on your journey. The second thing that you're going to want to do is to be open to the change that comes along with being exposed to new places, concepts, people, and activities. That just means that you're soaking in life and that's a really beautiful thing. And then finally, the third and one of the most important things to do is to shift your perspective from who do I want to be, period, to who am I becoming right now and finding the joy in constantly discovering that person. That's all that I have for today. Um, Thank you guys for listening. And I really hope that this shifted your perspective a little bit on the journey of becoming versus the journey to just be. Now, as always, for my shameless plug, if you are listening to this podcast, gaining new awareness about yourself and realize that you want to live your life differently and have support during that journey, you can always schedule a call with me where we'll talk about your situation and see if my signature coaching program, Align, is a good fit for you. There's more information on my website, thehiddengeisha.com, links below. There you can find more information about me, listen to testimonials, catch up on podcast episodes, or simply send me a message. Until next time, bye!